Welcome to Speak Life with pastors Evelyn, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and founders of Speak Life Worship Center in Oxford, North Carolina. Now, your host, Pastors Evelyn. Well, 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 hello, radio audience. I'm Pastor Elvin, the senior pastor of Speak Life Worship Center, and we welcome you to the Speak Life broadcast. Oh, yes, and we're here today. Glad to be here in the land of the living, and we hope you are doing well. want to bring some news notes to your attention. There is going to be a construction project all around Oxford. We'll talk about that. Well, welcome back to the broadcast. And as we promise, a few news notes. You know, um, I was looking in the paper, and I noticed that there's construction projects all around Oxford. There is going to be a new new century ophthalmology uh, building right here on College Street, and Premier Women's Health uh, Professionals they're on Industrial Drive, they will have a new facility. And guess what? Pizza Hut burned down, but guess what? what? <laughs> There's going to be a new Pizza a Hut. A new Pizza Hut. It's rising up right here in Oxford. Wow. And as we talk about that, it reminds me of Jude 1 and 20. Mm-hmm. It says, you dear friends, building yourself up in your most holy faith. And that that's pointing to us as Christians. We have to build ourselves up in the most holy Holy faith. Oh, yes. And as we studied the Bible principles, we know that foundation is Jesus Christ. Well, I just want to also salute Miss Sadie Milton Blackwell. She turns 101 years old. Yes, 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 yes. yes. And we salute her on last uh, broadcast, which was last Sunday, by the way. Thank you all for tuning in. We also saluted a a young lady of 100 years young. And it says that Miss Sadie, um, her family got together with her and just gave her a nice bash on February 27th. Mm -hmm. So we just salute that family. Uh, She's a member of Mountain Creek Baptist Church. It's a beautiful thing as we talk about honoring Exodus 20:12, Ephesians 6 and 20 tells us that we should honor our mothers and fathers. And even if they're not our natural born mothers and fathers, they are mothers and fathers in the community. And so we salute Mountain Creek Community Baptist Church as well as Miss Sadie Milton Blackwell. the lifeline across the dark way there is a brother whom someone can say somebody's brother oh who then would dare to throw out the lifeline his perils to share throw out the lifeline And as we promised, we are back with our final news note. We're calling for the wailing and praying women, as Jeremiah 9:17 said. 
in this conference, we will be participating with workshops. Yes, workshop speakers will be Lady Deborah Batts, Sister Sharon Scott, Sister Josephine Vereen, Sister Minister Melcina White, Minister Mary Ann Hunter, Sister Penny Linster, and I, you're truly the facilitator of the workshop conference. Come on out. It starts at 10 a.m. We want to see you there. In other words, beat me there. Don't just meet me there. Then closing out on Sunday at 4 o'clock, yes, the evening service for our women's conference will be there with, uh, come on out. You haven't heard these young men. Men of Virtue will be with us, as well as our keynote speakers, Uh, Apostle Vanessa Brooks as well as yours truly and we just look forward to you, you and you yes it's a clarent call to all women to come out and men too and worship with us Saturday for our workshop and then come on out at 4 o'clock on Sunday see you there and we have some topics today Um, thank you listeners for last week we had uh, call-ins as a broadcast was in process, and questions were asked, and people uh, referred to the word that was spoken. Um, and even during the week, I had even more callers concerning the broadcast. So we want to say thank you for that. Today's topics, we're going to talk about uh, addictions, because people, uh, there are questions that came up concerning addiction, mm-hmm. and then fellowship, talking about being restored to fellowship with Christ. And then lastly, there are many of us who are facing test in our lives, and it's called, the word is testing time, Mm -hmm. testing time. Mm -hmm. And now we'll go back to freedom from addictions. Our key thought is do you do not have to be in bondage to anything. So there are people out there that, let's face it, all of us have one addiction or another. One person may have potato chips, (laughs) and then another may have sodas. Mm -hmm. And then still another may have an addiction from drugs, alcohol, Mm -hmm. sex. Let's be just real. The addictions are... Um, multifaceted, let's just say it like that, just so many. Mm-hmm. Yes, and so therefore the scripture comes to us from Galatians 5 and 1, and it reads as the stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. All right. See, God has promised us liberty for those who are bruised. And let's just face it, um, addictions, um, you know, the addiction manifests itself, but the true root of the addiction is what we need to get at. Amen? Amen. So all of us have something that we need deliverance from, Mm -hmm. first of all. And I say it that way, brothers and sisters, because we're not here to point a finger We are here to reach out to you and say to you that heaven's hospital is right at Speak Life 
Worship Center. Amen. We are just a part of the whole um, scheme of hospitals in these United States and all over the world. All right, and I call the church a hospital. It is a healing place. It should be a healing place. Mm-hmm. And so we say 911, dial 911, dial heaven's 911. But let me say to you, you can tap into the resource within Speak Life because we understand that the Lord knows that people suffer from addictions. Amen. And it's really not, uh, the addiction is not the root of the problem is what I'm getting at there. It's only a symptom of the real root, which is either hurt, rejection, bitterness, resentment, and lack of esteem, self-esteem that is, and lack of love for oneself. And so because we know that and we know that people can be captive to many and any kind of addiction, we say, help, Lord, give us the liberty wherein Christ has made us free. And he said, I come to set you free, to make you free. And once you are free, entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Yes. yes. And what is that saying? Once God has delivered you, <laughs> there's no need to go back to the same old street you used to hang out on, the same old corner that you used to hang out on, because all that is is an entanglement. And you know what? Uh, it's not God's will for us to be captive to any addiction. No. He and and actually, when we were born, we were not born addicted, unless, of course, you know, somebody in your family, maybe your par- your mother who was carrying you was on a certain yeah. Uh, yeah. drug or something that may have caused somewhat of an addiction. But what I'm saying is, when the good Lord put us here, the way He intended for us to be here, we didn't come here with addictions. Amen. 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 We acquired them along the way. And my thing is this: if you acquired them, you can certainly be free of them. I was reading that uh, statement that said. If there's any sin in my life that has opened the door to this addiction, Uh show it to me. So in other words, it's like I shared with a a, a group on last night when I was talking. I said, get the mirror, put it in your face. Mm -hmm. Stop looking across the table at Brother Joe or Sister Sue. Put the mirror slap dab in front of your face and begin to look to see, you know, what it is that pulls you, have caused you to go in this direction. And really, the truth is, sometimes it's unforgiveness, mm-hmm. it's bitterness, yes, and it can be judgment of others, and any evil speaking, hatred of others or hatred of oneself, different type, wrath can be one, uh, sinful anger, yes. jealousy of in. Jealousy can be one or wow. any other sin. We just look in that mirror and say, Lord, reveal it to me. Because what is this about? It's about your freedom. It's about you being set free. It's about you getting the victory. Amen. And God has said in this word once again, and I'm not going to hold you too long on this topic, um, that many of you are, have unhealed wounds, unhealed hurts, and those are doorways for the addiction. So we have to deal with and come face to face face and with the truth that brings us to those places. I call them triggers. There's certain things in our lives that can trigger us right back to where we were. Well, we'll be back with the next thought in a few minutes. 
Oh, yes. And as he said, we're back. We talked about addictions a few minutes ago, and now we're going to go on further and give you our second topic, which is being restored to fellowship. All right. There are people that um, have started out with the Lord, and somehow or another, you find yourself sitting home uh, on Sundays mm-hmm. when worship ex- uh, service is going on, and you find that you have become a couch potato, and you flip through the channels and watching TV. Um, perhaps you need to be restored to fellowship. Uh, mm-hmm. I am so glad that you asked, because my key thought for restored to fellowship is that nothing will separate us from the love of God. Mm-hmm. And if we were li- reading in Romans 8, down around the 34th chapter, somewhere in there, mm-hmm. the word comes to tell us that I'll let nothing separate me from the love of God. And then it, t- it gives some encounters of height and death and uh, any creature and et cetera, things on this earth um, that would cause us to separate from the love of God. Regardless to what happens, um, we are to know where our help come from mm-hmm. and let nothing take us away from uh, our parents. It's kind of, as you were speaking, in fact, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it reminded me of a little child, a young child holding the hand of a parent, and they're maybe at the fair or something. Yes. And all of a sudden, a big crowd of people come and they are separated. And I feel how this child is feeling and how the parent is feeling because the parent is wondering where the child is. In God's case, he knows where we are. We just haven't found a way back to him. And so as Mm. I say that, and I've been a child at the fair looking for my father, Mm -hmm. the only thing helped me find my daddy and my other siblings were with me was he had a special kind of cough. And once he coughed, it was a cigarette's <laughs> <Yeah>. cough. <laughs> Once I heard that noise, we followed that the sound of that cough and found that. So it's really important to know that we will let nothing separate us from the loving arms of our Savior. Oh, yes. And I'm so glad that you shared that with the parents out there, you that are listening. And we are parents ourselves. Mm. So we know what it is to long for our children to walk in fellowship. And so we're not satisfied just with ourselves, Mm -hmm. but as mothers and fathers and grandparents and whoever the caregivers are, the guardians, it's our job to pray that our children come back into fellowship. And let me just throw this in. Mm -hmm. There will be less crime when our children get back to church. Amen. Amen. I really believe that. When we get back to God, we as a nation, Mm -hmm. we as a community, we as a family, Mm -hmm. get back to God, we will have less crime. Crime rate will go down drastically. You know what? Because my mom taught me something. She said, you have to have... Now, the older people will understand this this term, a governor within yourself. Mm -hmm. In other words, she was saying if you have no boundaries, no rights and wrongs, then you are subject. And this is how they would say it. You're subject to do anything. Mm -hmm. So we say to you, let's now your restoration is not just for your restoration. Your reconciliation is not just for you. The word comes to say, brethren, uh, out of Galatians, excuse me, 6, 1 and 2, brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore. It's our job to help restore such a one in the spirit of what? Meekness, Meekness. considering thyself, lest thy also be tempted. Mm -hmm. And as we are 
thinking about the fact that uh, all of us have different weaknesses and infirmities and that will pull us back. Let us establish Mm-hmm. ourself mm-hmm. in the most holy faith. Yes. Amen. And have a mind to seek God continually. Um, you promised us, I say this to God and I say this to you who are listening. He promised us that he will heal and restore and comfort us in the time of need. Yes. God also said in the word, my sheep hear my voice and a stranger voice they will not hear. So I speak to you who are out there in radio land today, and I say to you, come on, get back to God. Be restored in Jesus' name. And we we appreciate you listening to this particular topic, and we're going to go on to our final topic in just, oh yeah, we're going to go right now to our final topic. The final topic I have today is is testing time. What? Testing time. After I've gone through word about addiction and fellowship, mm-hmm. you want to talk to me about testing time? Yes, Genesis 22, 2, 5, and 6 talks about Abraham's journey when he was told by God to take his son and go up to Mount Moriah, and he was to sacrifice his son. Well, the word tells us, and I'm going to paraphrase it, that Abraham took his servants, they shot a knife, and the wood along with his son, and well, he did read, was, um, when he found that God was saying to him, this is to do the sacrifice of servants, and he said these words in faith, mm-hmm. we'll be back. <laughs> he said, you stay here for a few minutes, and, and we'll be back as soon as we go, I and my son, to worship God. Well, in Romans 12 and 1, we find that the word of God comes to tell us, now I beseech you, therefore, brothers, I beg you, brothers and sisters, by the mercy of seas of God, that you would present yourself a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And now how does that correlate with the Old Testament? Well, Abraham had to make a decision to obey God and to sacrifice his son. And as the Bible scholars know, that when Abraham reached this place that he was going to sacrifice his son. He had the fire and the knife drawing back, beginning to sacrifice his son. And God said, hold on, I have a ram in the bush. And I'm telling you in testing time, God is your Jehovah Jireh. He said in his word, he will provide. And every day we are to sacrifice ourselves. Romans 12 and 1, not a dead sacrifice, but a living sacrifice. And let the Lord know that we are serious about our walk. I tell you, it is testing time. And yes, I'm Senior Pastor Elvin McShaw, and we're here with the Speak Life broadcast. want you to know that you are invited to come on out and worship with us at the 11 a.m. service. Oh, yes, that's at Speak Life Worship Center, located at 106 Lanier Street, right here in beautiful downtown Oxford, North Carolina. This has been Speak Life with pastors Elvin, business leaders, and founders of Speak Life Worship Center in Oxford, North Carolina. If you have questions or comments, you can email them at pastorelvin at speaklifewc.com. That's Pastor E-L-V-I-N at speaklifewc.com. You can join us on Facebook at Speak Life Worship Center. Speak Life is a ministry outreach of Speak Life Worship Center. 
a little church doing big things in the community.